Episode 8, The Gratitude Project. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Shalom and welcome to this edition. I am so excited to be back. The past six episodes were actually recorded before the summer because I knew that I was going to be away and they were dropped automatically. And this is my first episode live since I've been back and I am so excited to be back. And I just want to share that I do not take it for granted that I am coming back to a passion of mine, to my coaching, to my podcast, and I'm so excited to be back. And even though my vacation was amazing and I enjoyed spending time with my family, I really, really can say that I am so excited to be back and doing what I love so much. So this episode is all about the Gratitude Project, and I think that now is the perfect opportunity to talk about this. It's the month of Elul, the Jewish month that leads up to the new year, the Jewish new year. And I think this is a period of time where we really are doing a lot of self-reflection. We're thinking about how we can improve and what we want to do differently moving forward. And this is a great chance to talk about the Gratitude Project and really about the power of gratitude in general. And I wrote a post about this uh, on Facebook So if you've seen it, then this is kind of a continuation of that post. But what I talked about is really the inspiration of watching my father see the invisible people around him. And essentially, those are the people that are behind the scenes, the people that most of us just walk by, don't even notice, but that are really contributing in so many different ways, or even not contributing, but just really wanting to be seen. And I think that that's a really, I think that that's a very human need. I think we all want to be seen, and we all want to be acknowledged, and we all want to be appreciated. And this concept of being invisible is something that has really touched me from a very, very young age. And I shared one of my earliest memories in Manhattan, walking with my father, holding his hand, and just looking at someone who was living on the street um, and experiencing homelessness. And I just remember, really as a young girl, just looking at this person and being so curious. Everyone just kept walking by and moving past them and just going about their day. And my father actually walked with me to the nearest McDonald's, bought this man a meal, and came back to him, greeted him warmly, gave him the meal, and wished him a beautiful day. And this memory for me was really just the beginning of so many other instances where I watched my father interact with these people that nobody else saw. So it was the cleaner in his building. He had a clinic in Yerushalayim and all the way in the back, there was a cleaner. And he went 
behind, after his day, he went behind the building and acknowledged her and greeted her and thanked her for all of her work. It was the to- the toll booth um, guy uh, where he just really asked him how he was doing, wished him a wonderful day, but with really so much power and so much intention. It just felt so sincere. And it was the people who were sitting on the streets of Ben Yehuda here in Jerusalem, and they would call out my father's name. And I never understood, how did they even know his name? They would say, Mordechai, Mordechai. And it was only after where I saw that he would go down to each one of them and call them by their name and ask them how they were doing and ask them how their day was. And it was just that sight that he had that most of us do not have. And it's something that I really took with me as something that I wanted to work on, to really be able to see those people, acknowledge them, and interact with them. And I remember I went to the Shuk here in Jerusalem and I saw a cleaner uh, in the bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom. I don't love uh, public bathrooms. And the bathroom was sparkling clean. Uh, It just smelled clean. It was clean. Um, And I went up to the cleaner and I was like, thank you so much. This bathroom is super clean. And I just saw this smile on her face where, you know, she's working hard, doing a job that most of us would not want to be doing. And yet there was so much appreciation for just being seen. And I just want to bring this to the surface because I think that there are so many of these people out there. And whether it's someone in the supermarket who's stocking the shelves, or it's a cab driver, or a store owner, or just someone who looks lonely out there on the street, I think that this is an opportunity for us to really look around us and truly see from a different perspective. Not just noticing the things that we're looking for or the people that we already know, but really being able to see the world through fresh eyes and through the eyes of gratitude, of appreciating all that's being done for us. So we just got back from a really epic trip in Iceland uh, and the U.S. afterwards to celebrate my in-law's 50th anniversary Uh, which was really a special event. And one of the things that we do as a family is we write thank you notes for all of the people that help us along our journey. And this is something that we started doing a few years back. And our kids all are involved. They create these beautiful handwritten, I guess, or hand-created, personally created notes Um, And then we basically just give them out to one person after another. And we have seen that it is so transformative in terms of the way that people receive them, the appreciation that they feel. And again, these are people that are doing, I would say, pretty mundane jobs, things that maybe we wouldn't be excited to do. Sometimes they encounter impatient people, people who are rushing for flights or just in general are sleep deprived and not in the best mood. And for someone to walk up to them and hand them a note of gratitude literally makes their day. And it just struck me how little effort 
it takes to do these notes. And yeah, it takes the kids time and they really invest and they're, they're super creative and they make them really beautiful. But the lack of proportion between the reaction and the amount of effort that is put into it is so extreme. And the truth is, you don't even need a note. It could just be words of gratitude. It could just be saying thank you for making this a more pleasant experience for me. Thank you for helping me get from point A to point B. Just that acknowledgement and really being able to stop and pause and look at the person before you and really consider what this may be like for them, what their day has been like. And it's been such an exercise for me to really be able to consider that and look outside myself and think about the person in front of me. And I think that this is really something that you can only do when you're in a state of thriving. We talked about surviving versus thriving. When you are surviving, your perspective is inward. You're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about getting through the day. You're thinking about just taking one small baby step. You don't have the capacity to be able to look outside of yourself and consider the person in front of you. It's only when you're in a state of thriving that you're really able to look outward, to look beyond yourself because your basic needs are already taken care of. So if you are in survival mode, then that's fine. And maybe this is not an exercise for you right now. But when you do reach that thriving mode, I really encourage you to Consider looking outside yourself and to look beyond, to look at those people that really, really want to be recognized and appreciated. And I just want to give an example of our trip to Iceland. When we arrived in Iceland, after about 20 hours of travel, we discovered that two of our duffels had been lost or left behind, and they contained the clothing for four out of five of our children. So We had carefully packed our luggage for two climates, for Iceland, the winter, and the U.S., which is the summer, and we basically had no clothes for our children. Now, I, in my weak moments, when I finally got to the counter uh, for the luggage claim and spoke to this woman, I was just done. I was so upset. I was so tired. I was so sleep-deprived, and I spoke politely to her, but I was clearly frustrated. There was an air of frustration in my voice. And I think she suggested that maybe we borrow clothes. And I was like, I'm not borrowing clothes for my kids. You know, like I I definitely, there was definitely some frustration in my communication with her. And after we resolved that and they said, you know, as soon as we find your bags, we'll send them to wherever you're staying. And my kids came to me and they, they said to me, like, Ima, it's not her fault. It's not her fault that we lost our luggage. And clearly they were acknowledging that maybe I, they sensed my irritation. And I saw one of my kids afterwards go over to her and give her a thank you note. And she came up, my daughter came over to me and said, she thanked me so much for giving her that note. She said she really needed it. And it just occurred to me that as hard as it was for me, right, as hard as it was for me to come to another country with my family and not have our bags, 
It was also another human being that I was talking to at the end of a long day whose job it is to be at a desk where people are coming and complaining uh, about their lost luggage and who must be upset and must be frustrated just like I was. And it was really a learning experience for me because my kids were able to see something that I wasn't able to see. They were able to see the person in front of them. They were able to look beyond themselves, beyond the fact that they had no clothes, no pajamas, no toothbrush, no nothing, and see the person in front of them. And that was really a teaching moment for me. So I just wanted to share that because I think, you know, even as I'm sharing this, this is something that I'm working on personally. And I really believe that if we can work on this collectively, that we can enhance the world that we're living in in so many ways. And I have an image of these people that we gave these notes to that literally are etched in my mind that I will never forget. And one of them, I think it was in Iceland, where there was a cleaning lady basically walking through the airport with her cart and hundreds of people walking by, walking there, walking past her. And one of our kids gave her a thank you note. And I looked back to look at her and she picked up her head and had the biggest smile on her face. And I thought to myself, how can I do more of this? How can I acknowledge people And maybe that is the only acknowledgement that she got the entire day, the entire week. How can I do more of this? How can I spread this gratitude? And that is where the gratitude project came up. Because I wanted to do this in a more global way. And I want to challenge each and every one of you. There are people around you that are walking next to you, that are in your office, that are in your supermarket, that are in your parks, wherever they are, they're all over. Take a moment to express your gratitude for what they do. Give them the opportunity to hear that what they're doing is making a difference because it will light up their day. And let me tell you, it feels amazing. So, As we approach the Jewish New Year and we really think inwardly about how we want to improve, let's also look outwardly at all the people who need us, who need our words of gratitude, who need our words of recognition, and even saying one small thank you can change someone's day. So wishing you a beautiful week. I am so happy to be back and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.